All right, so an important question. Uh, when somebody calls you in the middle of the night, whose fault is it if you get woken up? Is it because you keep your phone next to you? Or is it because, or is it the fault of the person that's actually calling you? Well, I think a lot of people use their phones for their alarm. Like, I use my phone for my alarm, so I keep it on. Okay. So if somebody calls me, well, but it's on vibrate. So if somebody calls me, I don't usually hear it. So, gotcha. I mean, if I get woken up by a phone, then yeah, it's their fault for calling me in the middle of the night. Why do you need to call me in the middle if it's not an emergency? Right. I it, mean, mo- mo- I'm sure most of your friends know what you do for a living. Yes. And know how early you have to be up. Well, and most of my friends are up past 10. Well, I have, I have a lot of friends on the West Coast, so they're mm-hmm. two hours behind us. Uh-huh. So, it could be 11 o'clock there and 1 o'clock in the morning here, mm-hmm. and I'm in bed. That's why I don't even take... I, I leave my cell phone plugged into my couch charger ah. uh i because i have an old cell phone a qwerty keyboard cell mm-hmm. cell phone that i i use that as an alarm because it's so annoying right that it's impossible to sleep through and it doesn't shut itself off mm. so uh 50 say that it's our own fault if we get woken up 36 percent say it's the other person's fault and i guess there are some folks that aren't sure whose fault it is <laughs> They don't care. Whatever. So, yeah, that's... the uh, answer. But chalk one up for personal responsibility. At least half of us say, you know what? I shouldn't have taken my bed into the... Or my phone into the bedroom. Mm. Also, don't call me in the middle of the night. Fair. <laughs> Unless it's an emergency. Right. And at that point, okay. Right. John and Stephanie, once again, voted most likely to say... Um, are you going to finish that? Mornings on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. So, always a bridesmaid, never the bride, and now you're not even a bridesmaid. <laughs> right. So there's a 22-year-old guy who posts on Reddit, am I the... Can I say? Butthole? Yes. Um, <laughs> that board is hilarious. It is. It really is. If you go to Reddit and you need some entertainment, that's great. Uh, but he posts on there, and he... he he said his 21-year-old female best friend is getting married. Yep. So she asked him to be a bridesmaid to stand on her side, mm. which guys have done before. They just wear the suit and the tie on and stand with the bridesmaids. Usually sure, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But she had a couple conditions that were different. He had to wear makeup and a dress. Yeah, that's a big bowl of Aldi soup that's uh, brought to you by No. Right. Uh, he says, quote, I'm extremely comfortable with my masculinity, but wearing makeup and dresses is something I'm just 100% not comfortable with. Yeah, I don't blame him. So he, he told her he didn't want to do it, and she got so mad. She not only took back his invitation to be a bridesmaid, mm. but she said, you're not even welcome to come to the wedding. I don't get that. He... he He's not comfortable. He would be embarrassed. She's trying to humiliate him. He didn't want to be humiliated. And now he's not even invited to the wedding. Well, you don't need a friend like that in your life. No. So. And that's just the same shame that she's, you know, doing this. They're supposed best friends and now they're not. Well, now, well, she exposed herself. She exposed her true colors. Yeah, she did. So, you know what, dude? Consider yourself lucky. Yep. You just got out of some toxicity. Oh. Yeah, I mean. Oh. Rise and shine. Actually, we'd settle for just rise at this point. John and Stephanie on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. Ready to take a trip back to the 50s? Let's do it. 
All right. So, ladies, mm. listen up. Okay. If you're looking for a man and you happen to find a time machine and want to go back, we're going to mm-hmm. tell you how to absolutely get the man of your dreams. All right. This is an issue from uh, McCall's Women's Magazine, which went out of print in 2002. Hard to believe they stayed in business this long with yeah. this kind of advice yeah. on how to get yourself a man. Number one, get a job demonstrating fishing tackle in a sporting goods store. <laughs> 1958 advice from McCall's Magazine. Number two. Hey, get lost at a football game. Where am I? I thought this was supposed to be baseball. <laughs> well, I'll help. <laughs> oh, thanks. Come with me, little lady. I'll be your knight in shining armor. What a gentleman. Don't take a job at a company run mostly by women. Because, you know, competition. Oh, my gosh. Learn to paint. Then set up an easel outside of an engineering school. What? What? <laughs> this is McCall's Magazine, 1958, with their very solid info on how to get a man. Done. Read the obituaries to find eligible widowers. Holy cow. Um, I know you just lost your wife, but, can I, I mean... Can I be the next one? Oh, boy. <laughs> This has been Helpful Tips to Get a Man in 1958. John and Stephanie, still number one for entertaining your pets while you're at work. Mornings on the new 104.9 The Wolf. Oh, taking a stroll down memory lane, according to McCall's Magazine. You need a man... Surefire way mm-hmm. to get one. Mm-hmm. All we need to get you is a time machine. And yeah, you'll be good to go. Hey, wear a band-aid. <laughs> People always ask, oh, what happened? Like like Nelly? It's Or Lisa Left Eye? Yeah. Okay. Maybe? I guess. Lisa Left Eye wasn't a band-aid, it was a black mark, so oh. get it right. Take it easy. <laughs> Stand in a corner and cry softly. No. Chances are good that he'll come over to find out what's wrong. I'll laugh and I'll go, you idiot. Buy me a drink. <laughs> this is according to a 1958 issue of the woman's magazine, McCall's. <laughs> Finally, the best way to get a man is eh, get a sunburn. What? I just... What? Why? I don't know. Because nothing says, hey, fellas, I'm eligible. Like a sunburn. Well, I found one. I deep dove into this entire list. <laughs> yeah. Don't be afraid to associate with more attractive girls. They may have some leftovers. That's from 1958 McCall's. Yeah. Mm. Sage advice, McCall's. Sage advice, mm-hmm. indeed. John and Stephanie is fresh. Is those day-old donuts on the discount rack. Mm-hmm. Donuts. John and Stephanie on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. Most interesting thing that every state has been Googling during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So the results are mostly a mix of like hobbies, habits, self-improvement projects, foods, alcoholic bevs. So that's good. Um, but some of the hobbies are cross-stitch in Kansas. I used to cross-stitch. I loved cross-stitching when I was younger. I might cross-stitch again. Oh, boy. DIY patio in New Hampshire. That's very specific. Um, 
They talk about specific. That's that next one. Building a chicken coop in Maine. What? Because people, Josh wants to get chickens. Yep. So we don't have any room right now, but. Apparently they make a fine pet. And uh, what did you find for Illinois? McDonald's value menu. People are Googling McDonald's value menus. Why don't you just drive to the McDonald's and find out the value meal yourself? Or just, you know, door dash it? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. Here's a great one, though. In Missouri. In Missouri? <laughs> Missouri. Missouri? Yep. Guess what the top search is? I have no idea. Meth recipe. Because Missouri. I didn't know. I wouldn't think Missouri would be meth. I would think more like Louisiana. <laughs> Uh, see, I would th- I would think more West Virginia. Um, For a meth recipe being the top thing you Google. If I lived in Missouri, I I, ha- I think that... I like that we're calling it Missouri. Yeah. Um, it would probably be uh, barbecue. Yeah. But no. Banana bread in Hawaii. Hawaii is what? just so stinking sweet. I want to move to Hawaii. Yeah. Who Banana doesn't? Banana bread. Oh. It's adorable. Then you got... Meth in Missouri. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Be better, Missouri. Yeah. Thanks. If John and Stephanie were any funnier, that would actually be really helpful. John and Stephanie, mornings on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049TheWolf.com. All right. Are we ready to explore the insanity yes. of it all? All right. So, Scientists are now saying that the coronavirus can spread spread through buildings, mm-hmm. like apartments and offices. Oh, great! Through their toilets and drain pipes. I know. I'm getting the look. I didn't write it. I just read it. I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut. Sure. A government official in the Philippines accidentally joined a Zoom meeting with his camera on. So his staff got to see him doing the deed with his secretary. Oh, yeah. Have some papers for you to file. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to file. Wait a minute. Is that what they're calling it now? I need to stop. (laughs) I'm about to. Nope. (laughs) I like my job. (laughs) Unlike this guy who was removed from his job. (laughs) Um, I'm assuming if he was married, he was also removed from his wedding. What? (laughs) <laughs> that was a very conscious uncoupling. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, when are people going to learn in regards to the Zoom? I don't... We okay, read, yeah. Every day we're reading stories about people forgetting that the Zoom's on and saying something inappropriate or taking mm-hmm. the shirt off mm-hmm. or doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, LG has created a new gigantic face mask that's battery powered, purifies air, and can, quote, make breathing effortless. It's supposed to come out in a few months. Hopefully, we won't need it in a few that months. That seems like it's going to be pretty heavy and uncomfortable. Sure. In a new international study, the U.S. and U.K. were ranked as the two governments that have done the worst We did job. it. We're number one. We did it. Handling coronavirus. Americans were also most likely, by far, to say the pandemic has divided people more than united them. Nice. Mm. Follow The Wolf on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and listen on your smart speaker or online at 1049thewolf.com. Nobody asked for those short shorts. No. Although you you seem to want them back. Well, okay. Let's backtrack here. Yeah. These aren't the short these aren't the short shorts I was thinking of. So I've been talking to my Marine pal and um, asking him if all the military had to wear those little short shorts, and I found out that they're called silkies mm. from him. And he said, no, just the Army wears the, the short shorts. And then he had to wear, like, the cotton shorts. 
during basic training. So what I'm thinking, what, when you said short shorts, I was thinking those short military silky shorts. But that's not exactly what's going on. It's just a little bit shorter than normal shorts. Well, according to a consensus on TikTok and Twitter, the best length for men's shorts is a five and a half inch inseam. That means they stop well above the knee. Five and a half inch. I don't. I'm bad with measuring. I don't mind. I mean, if you're going to wear short shorts, just make sure you got the thighs and the legs to go with it. Yeah, those aren't those aren't bad. No. Uh, typically. The traditional length is about a seven inch inseam. Josh would never wear those. Ever. His he's very particular about his short length. Having to hit uh, not even above the knee, at the knee, though. Gotcha. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, fellas, if you're listening, <laughs> your time has come to turn those meaty thighs into an asset. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Whether working from your office or your home office, tell your smart speaker to play 1049 The Wolf. Number one for new country. The new 1049 The Wolf. So this, I mean, there's two answers for it. There's 2020. Yeah. Or there's... Just a terrible person. Or there's, well, Florida. I guess. Because it seems like all the craziness... Seems to come out of Florida. I mean, come on. Not your part of Florida. Yeah. But Florida overall seems to get... Inland Florida and up north Florida. Pretty bad rap. Southern Gulf Florida is fine. So sometimes a lot of gas can cause a big explosion. And you'll, you'll appreciate <laughs> that, that pun in a second. Oh, um, there's a 40-year-old woman um, who lives with her 59-year-old father in a uh, small house in Largo, Florida. Mm-hmm. And around 2 a.m. on Sunday... Uh, she was upset because her dad wouldn't stop passing gas. Farting. <clears throat> You've just been dying to say that. Yep. And all the kids out there appreciate me for it. <laughs> You're welcome, kids. You're the cool mom, because you said <laughs> gas. So they got into a fight over his excessive flatulence. Farting. Like, I don't think... Sometimes you can't help it. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's not good to hold it in, is it? I don't think so. I mean, it can... I mean, Shrek, Shrek said, better out than in, as I always said. Oh, boy. Because, I mean, <laughs> listen, my, I'm, I, I'm, my house is filled with boys. Right. My husband, my two sons, and my dogs. Yep. All boys. So, sometimes it smells like a garbage box in the house. <laughs> and usually it's because of Dillinger. He has bad gas, but... Poor buddy. You can't, right. <laughs> can't don't, help don't overly, don't go up to someone and be like, or, and push it out. Yeah, Dillinger's not walking up to you going, no. here, pull, pull my paw. And his is usually, or, usually it's, it's the best reason to have a dog is that you have somebody to blame it on. Right, but if you can make it to the bathroom, run to the bathroom, let the air out. Toot in the bathroom. the tires. Nope. Yes. Mm-mm. Yes. No. And then come back. No. But if it happens, it happens. Well, she wound up beating the guy, his poor guy up, hitting yeah. him in the face a bunch of times, uh-huh. scratching him on the neck, arrested, and rightfully so, for domestic battery. Listen, I looked at her mugshot. She doesn't look like she smells that great either. And she doesn't look like somebody who wouldn't beat up her dad. Right. <laughs> John and Stephanie, once again voted most likely to say, Um, are you gonna finish that? 
Mornings on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. All right, so they did some. Uh, they did a poll mm-hmm. about the biggest pop culture pups in the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one might surprise us. It's not the way I would have gone. No. So I mean, the contest it's, it's kind of lame. Um, because they disqualified so-called legendary dogs like Lassie. Why? Snoopy. Why? Old Yeller. What? Lady and the Tramp. That's rude. It is rude. So your favorite dog in movies and TV. But why did they disqualify it? I don't know. I don't know. But the ringer.com decided to hold its own pageant. Dogs were judged in four categories. Basically... Utility, cuteness, revelance, and intangibles. <laughs> okay. I don't know how you discount Lassie or Snoopy. Right. I don't get it. And I don't understand how Scooby didn't make number one, because that's who I would have picked. That's who I would have picked. Really? Yep. Yeah. Scooby-Doo See? was my number one. Yeah. Uh, basically, Beethoven won the whole thing. And Beethoven's runners-up were John Wick's puppy... While which, adorable. Which was only in it for, I've never seen the movie. Like but five minutes. From my understanding, he he was a casualty. He was a casualty. <laughs> uh, and that unleashed the All hell the that was John Wick. Uh, the, Frank the Pug from Men in Black. Okay. Chance the American Bulldog from Homeward Bound. Oh, and Charlie the Labradoodle from A Star is Born. Never seen A Star is Born. None of those would have made my list. No. Never, I mean, Air Bud. Airbud's cool because yeah. it's a gold. It's a goldie, and he was right. in a bunch of movies. Right, uh, Hercules from the Sandlot. Oh yes, legendary. See that? That's a Saint Bernard that I would have thought to right. pick forever. <laughs> <laughs> that's how long your balls will be lost back there. Forever. <laughs> I love you. I love him. I love that movie. <laughs> the Sandlot's a classic. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hey, um, hey, ringer.com. Congratulations. You got it wrong. Right. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Rise and shine. Actually, we'd settle for just rise at this point. John and Stephanie on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. This is kind of an interesting take on uh, the rules of attraction, mm-hmm. shall we say. Mm-hmm. Um. Here's why you shouldn't date based on looks only. Yeah. They become less important as you get older. Because yes. young, the younger folk are a little bit more superficial. Also, you look better when you're younger. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> well, researchers <laughs> polled a thousand Americanians over the age of 50 and asked them to name the top things that attracted them to people when they were young and what attracts them now and they found that looks are definitely the number one thing we care about when we're young. Oh yeah. I mean, but as you get older, it barely cracks the top 5. Yep. <coughs> the five most attractive things when we were young are looks, personality, how kind someone is, sense of humor and how polite or considerate they are. Yeah. For older people, um or for younger people, it was um Wait. What I just said. Yeah. For older people, kindness is still there. Right? But that's number one now. Yeah, that's the number one thing. Uh, personality is the second one. And then you got politeness, sense of humor, and physical attractiveness is, is like in the fifth place. Yeah. I love I love any any woman that can make me laugh. Yeah. Because I think that I think that laughing keeps you young. Mm-hmm. Uh, three out of four people said looks were very important in their younger days. Only 46% of people said that uh, over 50 said it matters a lot. 
Yeah, but you also have to remember, and it's not being superficial, but what initially made you want to go up to a stranger? Sure. I mean, how they looked. Right, because you don't know if they're kind, you don't know their personality, you don't know if they're funny. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't mean to compare people to food, but if somebody serves you a beautiful plate of food, Mm -hmm. you're going to be more inclined to want to eat it. Right. So, I mean, I think that it's, yeah, the first thing you do is, is, Visually, right, is how you lock onto somebody, mm-hmm. and it does, and it could be attractive to you and not attractive to the next person, but the attraction's always going to have to be there. John and Stephanie, still number one for entertaining your pets while you're at work. Mornings on the new 104.9 The Wolf. Walk us through what happened and be and be 100 transparent. Be 100 transparent. So we are outside. <laughs> Let's start from the beginning. I'm going to try and make this short. Um, last weekend, over the weekend, we noticed there was a, a one of those hornet's nests that was in the ground over Ugh. by our tree. Hate it already. And that's where we have Wyatt's little fairy garden. And so we were checking out the fairy garden, and then I looked over, and I see like a few, like three hornets flying around. So I said, all right, guys, why don't we go inside? And before I could say that, Miko starts screaming, Buggy, no, Buggy, no, Buggy, no. And he's crying, and there's a hornet on his finger stinging him. Oh, no. So I grabbed the hornet and threw it and grabbed him and Wyatt's hand and ran inside. Their toys are still there by where we were, though, and there's a swarm of at least 50. I'm not even exaggerating. I have video of it. And so I get Miko taken care of. I come outside, and I spray them down, and nothing's working. Mm. And so then I leave it, and we are thinking about blowing them up, literally, <laughs> at night. We just haven't gotten around to it because, you know, diesel fuel and whatnot. So then last night, their toys are still there, and I'm watering the flowers. And I said, well, I'll just rinse off their toys because it still had some of that bug spray on it. Yeah. And then I'll go grab them, and Josh goes, that's a bad idea. I said, I'll just rinse them off real quick. I sprayed the toys that were next to the hole where the nest was while the bees came out. So I ran to get the toys, and as I was running back, Josh yelled, get inside, and grabbed the boys and ran the opposite direction. And he said, and there were bees all, there was wasps all over me. And he said, he goes, that was the scariest thing I've ever seen. Because he said there was a swarm of more than 50 all around me. They were in my hair. They were literally, they stung my butt. Oh, boy. And my foot and everywhere. And so I was inside, like, laying on the ground. I decapitated one of them. Oh, so you went. He saw, he goes, what is this? It's a hornet head. And I go, yeah. Yeah, it is. And I held it up by its little antenna. So all the other other hornets knew not to mess with me. You got to put it on a toothpick (laughs) outside as as a message. stick it in the ground. (laughs) As a message. (laughs) I should. I should. I couldn't sleep last night, though. My foot was so swollen, and it it still hurts to walk on it today. John and Stephanie is fresh. Is those day-old donuts on the discount rack. Mm, donuts. John and Stephanie on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. All right. Um, something that... Uh, Everybody does. There's even a book called Everybody Poops. There is a book called Everybody Poops. I know. Mm-hmm. Very informative. I wonder what it's about. Uh, <laughs> there was a point a few months ago where I would have paid this much for a single roll of toilet paper because <laughs> right. it was a little bit harder to come by mm-hmm. uh, a few months ago. I think people have kind of... Hopefully gotten their senses back. Right. Exactly. A study found the average American will go through 
$11,198 worth of toilet paper in their lifetime, which is about 180 a year. Does that sound right? I don't know. Seems high to me. Okay, so, yeah, I'm going to have to do some math. Spending has almost doubled since the pandemic started, mm. obviously. Uh, we've all stocked up and used more while stuck at home. That's true. So here are three more quick... But are you pooping more? Because I feel like <laughs> even when you're at work, you're pooping. <coughs> so it's not like you're... That's the goal, is to be able to do it at work. Because then you get paid to poop. <laughs> and, That's even funnier. And it's company paper. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, man. The average household goes through 159 rolls of toilet paper a year. That's high. And 145 rolls of paper towels mm. over the course of your life. Um, you're going to spend about 10, uh, over 10 Gs on paper towels. I go through a lot of paper towels. I, we do, too. Yeah. Uh, nine thousand four hundred fifty bucks on tissue. About nine ninety four hundred worth of plastic bags and garbage bags. They're saying bidets are more popular than they used to be in the U.S. Our house came with a bidet attached, so the ensuite bathroom yeah. for our bedroom mm-hmm. has a bidet in it. I I want it off. You don't use it. Somebody, you, no. <laughs> because somebody before me that lived in that house used that bidet. <laughs> <laughs> and it creeps me out. Wow. So you're, you're, you're a little bit of a germaphobe. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> Note to self, if you ever get to go over to Stephanie's house, do not use the bidet. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't.